Hey, what's going on? You're listening to Who Does a Podcast. I am your host this week, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with... This is Kyle. They won't teach you this in your classes, but look it up. Hamilton was wearing his glasses. Why? If not to take deadly aim, it's him or me. The world will never and be the this same. this is a show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. Every song. This is episode 45. Woo! Some people thought we wouldn't make it this far. Um, and the name of the song... I would call them fools. I would call them not worth our time. I mean, you said it, I did it. And the name <laughs> of the song is The World Was Wide Enough. Yes. Kyle, let's get right to it. This is it. This is going to be a jam-packed episode. This is it. This is what we've been building for for 44 episodes. Yes. And it's funny you say that because I've, I've, I have thoughts on that. So, <laughs> but what this is generally, the world is wide enough for two men. This is finally the fateful duel between Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. We kick off with a reprise of 10 Dual Commandments, of course, because this is a duel. But this is from Aaron Burr's perspective. He's running down his approach to the day, his approach to the duel, what he observed down to that 10 where they fire switches over to Hamilton. This is his internal dialogue. It's basically his life flashing before his eyes. Myologue dialogue. His internal dialogue where <laughs> his life is flashing before his eyes. Um, I know this isn't the thoughts section, but it's an incredible part of the song, incredible part of the play. And then we get into a little bit after uh, we get Hamilton has been shot. He's being rowed away. Uh, and it's just it ends on Burr and his realization of what has happened and what all of his decisions have led up to. So yeah, very powerful yes. song, very detailed song. A lot going on. Yes, thank you for that great recap there, buddy. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, you mentioned the reprise of the Ten Dual Commandments, but there are mm-hmm. many reprises throughout this. Yeah, entire I, wrote, song. I wrote down a few that I recognize. Oh, you got um, a list better than me. Just rattle them off the top yeah. of my head. Go for it. Well, a lot of them come in that Hamilton's uh, monologue. Hamilton yes. monologue. Yeah, there's my shot. Of course, he starts with that. There's some one last time in there. Uh, teach him how to say goodbye. Some story of tonight. Uh, there's some wait for it at the end. There's a little bit of nonstop in the middle there um but more of what's the non-stop one well it's more like running like i'm running out of time like that kind of thing so those are like the direct references but then there's a lot of thematic yeah. references obviously because we we're 45 songs in we're we're at the end there so there's a ton of thematic references that have been made in other songs but those are like the direct quote kind of lines got it Solid. Um, yeah, there's a lot there. The staging. <laughs> I like to highlight the staging mm-hmm. of this particular song. Uh, outside of the Ten Dual Commandment portion of it, where we get to the uh, Hamilton monologue, uh, internal dialogue. It's weird to say. But I'm going to keep it running because Kyle said it first. Uh, <laughs> the internal dialogue where um, they're recreating past in a similar sense of how satisfied does yeah. they recreate past scenes from the show as well. And I thought that was very yeah. powerful and impactful and gives that yeah, illusion constantly. They're coming in and out. Yeah, it gives that illusion of you're seeing yeah. his life flash before his eyes. You're seeing the play flash right. before itself. Yeah. Like this is that moment that gunshot. Yeah. Like you said, this is his life flash before his eyes. He's realizing what it's all coming to. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy good. Yeah. Um, and I, I would be remiss if we didn't mention the bullet and the, the, the of course, the, uh, the laboring. If we didn't, we know, we know it would come <laughs> yep. up. We know it would come up. Thank you the for laboring bringing that. that the bullet goes through to make the journey to Hamilton, just stalking oh, yeah. him the entire time. Uh, because he's moving around, that bullet's still in the project, uh, trajectory, yeah. trajectory, trajectory. <laughs> projectile trajectory yeah it's in the line but he's like he's doing that speech he's doing the the thinking and the pacing almost like remembering all these things and it's it's still coming towards him the yeah. whole time like yeah that's a great performance for sure a great effort really. um yeah uh, is there anything we want to get because we got to <laughs> save something for the ranking <laughs> what what i was saying there there's a lot of pressure on this song since it's like it's going a into lot Hamilton. Of lifting that's what i mean but going into hamilton like before you even see see the play, the one thing you know about Alexander Hamilton is he's on the ten dollar bill. Most people probably don't know ten dollar, and and he died in a duel with Aaron Burr. So like everything, like you said, everything has been building up to this. So it has to yeah. deliver. Like this song has to deliver. Yeah, yeah. and I guess we'll find we'll out. We'll find if it does. out if it does, and we'll find that out in the rankings portion. How do we measure? <laughs> Where do we stand? At number Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, we get our rankings from our esteemed producer, who is himself running out of time. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That I am. (laughs) Behind the scenes. All right, our rankings for this week are... 17 and 5. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Joe, you Joe probably already knew where my Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. We discussed this a little last okay. week. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just a little confused because I forgot what was the second number you had available, but this makes sense. This oh, makes sense. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um gotcha. Do you want to go first or should I? Um I will. Okay. Cuz yeah. It's customary. So yeah, traditionally the lower one. So yes, I was 17. Um, this has absolutely grown on me. Remember, we did this almost a year ago. <laughs> and I think spending so much time with the play week after week and song after song and analyzing every song, I appreciate this so much more because in the context of the play and in the context of picking apart 44 <laughs> other songs in this play, I definitely appreciate this way more. Like this will go up. Um, 17 is already pretty good. Top That's 20, but terrible. Yeah, it's pretty good. I won't well, compare to five. So, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Not everybody but, uh, can be right. You know? Yeah. I definitely appreciate <laughs> this more. Look, it takes time for things to build on me. <laughs> I'd maybe heard the soundtrack three times before I did my rankings. Oh, wow. Um, and maybe seen the play twice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when we even did. What did we start this? What day is uh, it? Um, I can look at, I, I, uh, I'll look it up. Uh, it was probably like two weeks after it came out. Maybe three I think we weeks. Did the first maybe three. The week yeah, you pu- pushed. I, I yeah. did push it back. Yeah, I'll find it. Hold on. But yeah, it's definitely grown on me. Um, and the question of does it deliver with all that pressure? Yes, it absolutely does. Um, incredible performance by both Leslie Odom Jr. and of course um, Lin Manuel Miranda. I don't know why I lost in his name. <laughs> it's like who's this guy again? Uh, yeah, they both, they both freaking kill it. That monologue is so good. It's, it's so powerful. Um, I don't want to take everything away from Joe. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Um, the episode, first episode was posted July 28th. So about about three three weeks. weeks. 
yeah. three weeks after the play came out on July 4th. Yeah. So funny enough. July 4th or July 3rd? July 4th weekend, whatever. Well, 3rd, because the 4th was yeah. a Saturday. Um, yeah. So that weekend. This song is number five for the Beanie Boy. Um, <laughs> I think the song just, del- like Kyle said, it delivers on everything you wanted, everything you asked for, all the anticipation I had from hearing about this play for so many years prior and then forgetting about it and then hearing about it again. <laughs> um, I forgot about it, honestly. I was in college That's when funny. it came out. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and then, like, life happened and I, it left the zeitgeist oh, after yeah, that it won its Tony and whatnot. <laughs> and then it's coming to Disney. I knew the, they were going to release it in theaters, but then the pandemic happened and now it's coming out on Disney Plus and it's like, oh. Oh, it was supposed to be yeah, in theaters? it was supposed to come out in theaters this this year, oh, I didn't even know that. But once the pandemic started, Lynn huh. went to the producers and his director and said, hey, you know, people are stuck at home. You think we could like work on this and move the time up? Because it was supposed to come oh, out because okay. yeah. In the Heights was supposed to come out last year and this was supposed to come out this year. Oh, they flipped. Yeah, basically. I didn't even know yeah. that. Wow. So great info for the <laughs> listeners and a co-host. So yeah, um, <laughs> I had heard about it, heard the anticipation and everything and I, uh, doing the little minimal amount of uh, history uh, I did in college and knowing some of the backstory and one of my favorite things are like the presidents and everything and just like the old, old beginning of the country. Like I was fully, like you said, I was fully aware of Aaron Burr and Hamilton's duel. That's the one thing I knew for sure is going to happen. Exactly. And I was in yeah. back to call back to the beginning. Uh, I was stunned that they just said it up front in the beginning of the show. I was like, Oh, yeah. that's something you could tease out. Like you kind of just exactly. told everyone. Cause it is the one big thing that yeah, most people like when know. it yeah. happened, like I was like, Oh wow. They're just telling us up front. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I wonder how we're yeah. going to get to there. So, exactly. and then when we get to here, it is just, it delivers on every front man like the burr parts are the okay i split the song in threes not to get ahead of myself so yeah yeah it's, ten it's a clear dual, three parts ten yeah. dual commandment portion of the song delivers in every sense of the fashion you burr is still in his rageful right. fit then we get hamilton's monologue which is one of the best best pieces of cinema i saw last year um mm. and then you get mm-hmm. the third portion where burr is uh, regretful of the choices that he made, and it, yeah, he's like he's like devastated. He realizes like it did not have to come to this, and right. he not to reveal, but he kind of realizes his position in life going forward, and it's like to have that immediate uh uh yeah reflection. It's just this song. It just it's my number five. It delivers everything I wanted it to deliver. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you it's just it, so good. Sure. Well done. Well acted. Uh, the, the stage version. Again, this is another one of those songs where I prefer the stage version over the soundtrack version, because when Hamilton says to Eliza, my love, take your time. The breath on stage is so much longer mm. and it, you, your heart sinks when she turns around and walks away because in this version, the last in right. if we're thinking about it, the last time we see the last time they see each other is best of wives and best of women. And what he's seeing is just a projection of her. So he's not even seeing his actual wife. So, yeah, yeah. This is all in yeah, his head. It yeah. is. It, it, yeah. Duh. If you and think I don't, she's walking away. Song? And that's in his head. <laughs> <laughs> God, there's something I was going to say, but I forget. Oh. Um, but yeah, all that for sure. It's moving up. Um, 
And this is why I said my top six and is what my makes top six. Can't change. It can't change. <laughs> well, look, I get it. That's okay. People looked at me crazy when I had satisfied I'm, I'm six. Glad. I was like, no, it's it, it's top six. The top six is my top five. All right? The 46 songs. <laughs> the top six is your top five. The 46 songs. Okay. <laughs> if you could track all that trying, logic. Trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, but no, what the big, the big thing with the monologue besides it being so good is no beat, no melody. It's silence. Oh. It's just him. Like that's like it's, it's so strong. Like this whole play is just wall to wall music. You're singing the whole time. There's always something going on. There's always music going on, and just that dropout is is such a hit. It's such a gut punch that you like you know. Oh, this is important. <laughs> did you know why he did that? I read a quote like two weeks ago. And I, I forget if you have it on. Okay. Hand, yeah. I, I'm just once you said I completely forgot about it until you just said it and it just jogged back mm-hmm. in my memory. Um, so I think it was like I think it was like I think I can find it. Keep, a ridiculously keep close amount of time before they actually took it to Broadway. They still were working it out. And he was Lynn was not satisfied with this portion of the song. And then he said one day, I don't remember if they had kids or not already, but they were just this laying what, yeah. in bed. And yep. he woke up before his wife and it was just silence. And he was like, that's what the play needs. It needs silence. So I found, I found the quote. It's in the lyrics. Uh, the solution came to Miranda at almost the last moment early in the morning on New Year's Day. He was lying in bed with his infant son sleeping on his chest and Nadal sleeping next to him. I think that's his wife's name. Hopefully it was the quietest yes, Miranda <laughs> could remember his life being for a long time. Quiet. He thought that was the one card he hadn't yet played in Hamilton. What if he didn't write any music at all? Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. So and yeah. it works. It works so well. It it um, it's it it plays like a song. It, the, the notes yeah. you don't play, as you know, Mr. Yeah. Former band member. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's that's like a jazz thing or something. Sure. I never played jazz. Okay. Uh I wanna do one last general kind of bonus nugget thing. Ooh. Is the song title is an actual quote from Aaron Burr. And he wrote later in his life. Had I read Stern more and Voltaire less, I should have known the world was wide enough for Hamilton and me. So yeah, as a direct pull from Aaron Burr. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Wow. That's pretty wild. That's powerful. And from that <laughs> mini nugget to the big ones. Knowing history. Because history also shows history. The nugget. They're on their way. All right. My historical nugget is titled what's the title again? Across uh, the Hudson. Bro, across, at dawn. The Hudson. <laughs> across the Hudson at Dawn. <laughs> Still not taking any lessons across from our boy the- Hamilton and writing things out. <laughs> yes. No, I am I have a lot of time. Not running out of it. All right. So across the Hudson at Dawn. I'm reading this straight off of Wikipedia, folks. You can find this information for yourself as well without me stumbling through it. The duel began at dawn on July eleventh, eighteen oh four along the west bank of the Hudson River on a rocky ledge in Weehawken, New Jersey. Coincidentally, the duel took place relatively close to the location of the duel that had ended the life of Hamilton's eldest son, Philip, three years earlier. Lots were cast Lots were cast for the choice of position and which second should start the duel. Both were won by Hamilton second, who chose the upper edge of the ledge for Hamilton facing the city to the east towards the rising sun. After the seconds had measured the paces, Hamilton, according to both Van Ness and Burr, raised his pistol as if to try the light. 
and had to wear his glasses to prevent the vision from being obscured. Hamilton also refused the hairspring setting to the dueling pistols needing less trigger pressure offered by Nathaniel Pendleton. Vice President Burr shot Hamilton, delivering what proved to be a fatal wound. Hamilton shot broke a tree branch directly above Aaron Burr's head. Neither of the seconds, Pendleton nor Van Ness, could determine who fired first as each claimed that the other man had fired first. Soon after, they measured and triangulated the shooting but could not determine from which angle Hamilton had fired. Burr shot hit Hamilton in the lower abdomen above his right hip. The bullet ricocheted off Hamilton's second or third false rib, fracturing it and causing considerable damage to his internal organs, particularly his liver and diaphragm. Before becoming dislodged in his second or third lumbar vertebrae, uh, the biographer yeah. Ron Curnow <laughs> considered the circumstance to indicate that after taking deliberate aim, Burr fired second, while the biographer James Ernest Cookie suggests that Burr took careful aim and shot first in Hamilton while falling after being struck by Burr's bullet. The paralyzed Hamilton was immediately attended to attended by the same surgeon who tended to Philip, who ferried to the Greenwich Village boarding house of his friend William Bayard Jr., who had been waiting on the dock after final visits from his family and friends and considerable suffering for at least 31 hours. Hamilton died at two o'clock the following afternoon, July 12, 1804, at Bayard's house just below the present Gandersuit Street Governor Morris Thank you sure. Governor Morris gave the eulogy of his, uh, At his funeral And secretly established a fund To support his widow and children Hamilton was buried In the Trinity Church Cemetery In Manhattan <clears throat> Gotta say Two things though. That was the best I've ever read anything <laughs> Agreed Probably Second I looked away on Lumbar Because Last week on Nulo. Lumbar, lumber, limber. I was wondering what that was for. I was like, you said it right. What's he doing? <laughs> it was just, I can't believe it would pop up again. But okay. I'm done speaking. <laughs> so that is how the duel went down. But I wanted to look up what happened with Aaron Burr after the duel. So I titled this, I survived, but I paid for it. After the duel, Burr fled to South Carolina where his daughter lived with her family, but soon returned to Philadelphia and then to Washington to complete his term as vice president. So yes, he was still vice president when he murdered Alexander Hamilton. He was charged with multiple crimes, including murder in New York and New Jersey, but was never tried in either jurisdiction. He avoided New York and New Jersey for a time, but all the charges against him were eventually dropped. In the case of New Jersey, the indictment was thrown out on the basis that although Hamilton was shot in New Jersey, he died in New York. So a lot of fudging of the law there. After Burr left the vice presidency at the end of his term in 1805, he journeyed to the western frontier, areas west of the Allegheny Mountains and down the Ohio River Valley, eventually reaching the lands acquired in the Louisiana Purchase. Burr had leased 40,000 acres of land known as the Bastrop Tract, Tract along the Ochita River, I forgot to look that up, in present-day Louisiana from the Spanish government. Burns, Burr saw war with Spain as a distinct possibility. 
Burr's expedition of about 80 men carried modest arms for hunting, and no war material was ever revealed. The aim of his conspiracy, he always avowed, was that if he settled there with a large group of armed farmers and war broke out, he would have a force with which to fight and claim land for himself, thus recouping his fortunes. However, the war did not come as Burr expected. The 1819 adams onis Treaty secured Florida for the United States without a fight. A contact of Burr's, General James Wilkinson, decided he could best serve his conflicting interests by betraying Burr's plans to President Jefferson. Jefferson issued an order for Burr's arrest, declaring him a traitor before any indictment. After Burr found out about Jefferson's warrant, he fled towards Spanish Florida. He was intercepted in, at Wakefield in Mississippi Territory, now in the state of Alabama, on February 19, 1807. Burr was brought to trial in August later that year on a charge of treason before the United States Circuit Court at Richmond, Virginia. The only physical evidence present at the grand jury was Wilkinson's so-called letter from Burr, which proposed the idea of stealing land in the Louisiana Purchase. During the jury's examination, the court discovered that the letter was written in Wilkinson's handwriting. He said that he had made a copy because he had lost the original. The grand jury threw the letter out as evidence and Burr was later acquitted with no real evidence of his plan present. Historian David O. Stewart insists that while Burr was not explicitly guilty of treason, according to Marshall's definition, evidence still, evidence still exists that links him to treasonous crimes. There's just some very weird stuff going on there with a plan to win back land in a war or acquire more land in a weird (laughs) battle situation. Yeah. I don't know if Burr just like lost his mind after the tool and wanted something to do. Um, I don't know. But yeah, pretty crazy. He kind of, I mean, there's even more. Yeah, there's so much there. I didn't want to talk for two hours about this thing. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, folks, if you have the time, because I don't think we're going to cover it next week, go and read Burr's Wikipedia post-duel because his life becomes crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's like the weirdest part. Like he was accused of treason and brought to trial like a former vice president. Like, And that he was still vice president when the duel happened. I was like, oh, that's right. (laughs) My favorite part of his history is... uh, post dual life is when he goes over to England and yeah. then like just disappears and then he comes just reappears. Yeah, he again. pieces out. He's like, I got nothing left here. I'll just go it to England like, for like four years. He just leaves. He just comes back broke. He's like, no one He's likes like, me what? anymore. People just giving him handouts like, yeah, I remember you once. Yeah, like the whole the whole treason trial, like even though he was acquitted, it, it put such a stink on him that he, he yeah. just pieced out to England. Yeah. Besides murdering Alexander Hamilton. Uh, two strikes, that. buddy. <laughs> he got out of here before strike three. Yep. And we'll get out oh, of here boy. after two lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. All right. Kyle did something that I never expected. He gave me a long line. So I'm surprised I'm first. You're not. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> to not be outdone, my line is slightly longer than his. <laughs> oh no! I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. Is this where it gets me? On my feet, several feet ahead of me. I see it coming. Do I run or fire my gun or let it be? There is no beat, no melody. Burr, my first friend, my enemy. Maybe the last face I ever see. 
If I throw away my shot, is this how you remember me? Mm. Remember I want me. you to know, Joe, how generous of a person I am. Oh, you gave me that? <laughs> because I purposely I purposely did not choose a line from that part. Because I knew in the in my heart <laughs> that your line would come from that from that monologue. Well well, well, thank you. First of all, thank you so much. You're um, of course. I'm just letting you know how great so I am. It was long. I had to cut that down because it was like a minute long clip. I was wondering if you cut it. And I was like, are we going to hear the whole thing? I had to make. I was like, I really don't want to make this jump. Like, yeah, I have to chop it down. I could, well, A, I couldn't I know, pick one so line difficult. from that part. And B, I, I just left it to yeah. you. Yeah, I just left it to you. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, we've talked enough about this monologue. It is one of the most impactful moments of the entire play. And it, it sits with me just because uh, I, I didn't want to uh, point to it, but that's my favorite of all the callbacks, the callback to just one random line in my shot. Uh, death so close, it feels more like a memory, like at the point where his death is approaching. Well, yeah, I wouldn't call that a random line. I mean, that comes up again in uh, Yorktown. You're right. I mean, it's 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 something he says I mean, a few times, yeah. but it's but such was, a great it's, not it's such as, a great line in it's general. It's not as obvious as why well, throw away my shot. It's, it's not an obvious one. Like it's more yeah. subtle. Even though, yes, you're right. He does bring it back here too. Right. But even then, his death was nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say, well, it was close. Yeah, war. it's like I could die today. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's it's so great. Like those three points in his life where he like he brings it up in my shot because he talks about all yeah. the shit that happened to him in St. Croix, and he talks about it again in Yorktown because he's at war. He's this is probably the, the nah, end of the we war. We just earned our E with that S bomb. Uh, a lot of stuff happened, <laughs> and then <laughs> right here when he's about to literally die or about yeah. to get shot that leads to his death, like it comes up again. Like that's such a good line. I love that line. Yeah, no, I love that line. Every time, every time it pops up, I'm like, "Oh, that's such a great yeah. line!" <laughs> so I, I could it. not write that. All right, so I, of course, did not pick a Hamilton line. So let's hear that one. When Alexander reigned at the sky, he may have been the first one to die, but I'm the one who paid for it. I survived, but I paid for it. Now I'm the villain in your history. Yeah, so that's Spur post duel, realizing what the hell he's done and what <laughs> it's going to mean mean for him uh, for the rest of his life. He's the villain in our history. I mean, that's that's how it's come out. Yeah, like that's what we think of these days. Uh, oh, Burr's that guy who shot Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> like it doesn't matter anything he's done before that in his entire life. Does not matter to the general we public. We don't even care that Alexander Hamilton killed a yeah. man on the White House lawn. Is that a bonus nugget? <laughs> no, that's just a shout out to Scott <laughs> and his Nicholas Cage impression. Oh, that's right. I was like, <laughs> I, I, like, I've heard that before. I couldn't remember where. But that's a Scott. That's a Scott by Scott shout out. Uh, kind of forcing to listen Hamilton. to this episode. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I mean is is uh, it didn't matter anything Burr did before that because that's all yeah. we know him for now. Uh, he's the villain in our history. And yeah, it's that realization. It's that that immediately afterwards he's like, oh, this yeah. was a mistake. <laughs> it's like this and, was, should I mean, not have happened. Uh, as covered in previous uh, historical nuggets, he did a lot and tried to do a lot 
for this country that was good. Like he tried to get women the right to vote early, tried yeah. to free slaves earlier than anybody wanted to. Um, and yeah, the only thing we know him for is shooting Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Yep. And here it is. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about. That's today. the crux of this whole play. <laughs> but speaking of the crux of this play, Kyle, what verse is your favorite verse? At this point, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> I love that. This way I, can I mean, if anyone's been listening, <laughs> if anyone's been listening to this episode at any point, it is going to have to be the 10 dual commandments. Right. Section. No, uh, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton's monologue. Yes. His, the last we hear from old a dot ham in this play, uh, it's got to be my yeah. choice. Um, concur, obviously. My line was there. I've been yep. gushing about <laughs> <Have> it. We <laughs> said it enough. I've been gushing about <laughs> it for 40 minutes at this point. And that's what I mean. Like, I couldn't pick a line. So clearly the whole damn so, verse yeah. has to be so, has yeah. to be picked uh, here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite character? This is actually Very. difficult. Um, it's extremely difficult. Um, I might just go with my hat and say hey, Dr. <laughs> I think... I'll just have to go there. He's got to do a lot of the lifting. I mean, yeah, that monologue's uneasy, but he he's he sets the stage. He does the whole. He's the backbone of the song. I mean, yeah, it's Burr. Um, this might be a shocker, but I have to say Burr as well. Um, Ooh. yes, Hamilton's. We got to spread it around. Yeah, we got to spread it around. The, the monologue verse. is yeah. great, yeah. but to me, the song because. I, I waited for after your line to go, but if you were to take a line from mm-hmm. that portion, that back half where I'm the villain in your history, uh, I was too young and blind to see. I should have known. I should have known the world was wide enough for both Hamilton and me. I think that right. that sorrow and immediate regret that he displays after the duel um it always makes him a sympathetic villain to me. Even though he's the villain in our history, he's a sympathetic villain yeah. because he thought everything he thought he was doing, he thought he was doing for the right reasons. And then he just ended up doing the wrong thing at the end. So exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's a classic uh, villain trope. Yeah. The villain is the hero of their own story. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I also preferred Burr because Hamilton gets all the flashy middle part but Burr like you said he has to set up the song <laughs> and then he has to relinquish the, sh- the song yeah he's telling the story of the duel I mean the duel is the big thing we're here for and he tells the whole story of it so, so yeah, yeah it's would him. this work outside the play <sighs> it's also difficult um I honestly ugh, soft yay a soft yay? I mean, so much of it depends on the buildup and the context, but if all you know mm. is the duel as a person who's never heard the play before, I think you could listen to this. Good point. It won't have it won't have obviously as <laughs> <laughs> it won't have as big of an impact, of course. You did not hit rewind on your, your <laughs> podcast player. Folks. Do not check your devices, folks. <laughs> it won't have as big of an impact. You're gonna lose something, but it makes sense. You you have you have at least some context of this is what's going on. This is the duel that I've heard about or read about, whatever. So I think a soft yay. I would you, prefer you hear the whole thing, but I think it would work. You, with that explanation, yes, you have now swayed me. <laughs> um, 
I was going to say a soft nay because there's a lot you're missing out on. But if you come to, if I were to play this to a person and all I told them was Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Berg, and a duel, this song could be enjoyed. This song is very yeah. enjoyable. It has a bunch there. Um, as we've uh, lush, uh, gushed over for the past 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's a lot there. There's a lot of meat on the bone for somebody to really, I, I think it would, the, the light bulb moment would be like, okay, I got to figure out how we get there. So I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're definitely losing something. That's the thing. Well, he has been silent for quite some time. Now it's time <laughs> for the producer recap. What everyone's been waiting for. Well, I don't know about that. I feel like we had a great episode. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. I think it's been and a couple of to get better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, that I'm up. Should have saw that one coming. Uh, the song this week is The World Was Wide Enough. Can you believe the fellas made it this far? But more importantly, this is why we all showed up and chose to watch this pluvy. Yes, pluvy. When you put play and so movie is that your together. New, is that your new term? Yes. That you've oh, it's, it's, I was like, like, what is happening? It's, it's when like you this. combine the episode. Play in a movie. It's called the pluvy. <laughs> tweet it out, kids, because I don't have a Twitter account. <laughs> don't tweet back, it. Please back don't tweet it. <laughs> it all don't tag us if you tweet it. Just <laughs> tag away. You can tag me. I don't won't tag us, see don't it. Tag us. It all starts with Burr breaking down the start of his day. We get a flashback of Hamilton's life and then the tragic ending. We got a list of past song references, which were appreciated, which were appreciated. Thanks, Kyle. Joe brought up the visual flashbacks similar to the song Rewind. Satisfied. We also learned that I'm never going to call it that. We also learned that stubborn. The song title came <laughs> I am. The song title was directly a direct quote from Burr. That's too much directly. <laughs> Joe aka the beanie boy wearing a hat rang this song number 5 and gave us a backdrop on when the film was supposed to come out, why it came out early. We all thank Lynn and a Bit of info on his almost degree in history. He so elegantly broke down the three parts of this song as he held back tears. He titled his historical nugget across the Hudson at dawn and gave us a rundown of how the location was picked as well as confirmed Burr's statement of Hamilton was wearing his glasses. We also learned that scholars don't really know who shot first and that Ham was rushed back to the doc who was unable to save his son, who was also unable to save him. Kyle, a.k.a. The <laughs> when you said doc, the doc, I thought you yeah, meant I like thought where that the boat landed. I was, I, was like, like, I was like, huh? I was like, huh? What happened? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, a.k.a. The Hat Man, ranked this song number 17. <laughs> and stated new oh, no. how this song the Beanie Boy, has, the hat no, man. has grown on him. <laughs> We're never going to get through this. 
<laughs> this is your doing, man. I know. <laughs> Told you the best part of the show. <laughs> he can't, he can't, can't help it. Deliver. He can't help it. He's got somewhere to be. He can't help it. <laughs> and stated how this song has grown on him, as well as Hamilton's facial expressions. <laughs> this will definitely move up as it delivered in the clutch, including the removal of the beat during the monologue and how it came to be as Lynn laid in bed. That's the work of a genius, folks. Kyle titled his historical nugget, I survived, but I paid for it and gave us info on Burr's life post-duel. We learned Burr was still vice president when he killed Ham and was never tried due to his him playing the law in his hands. As we remembered, he was a lawyer. When we also learned Burr went to Louisiana and tried to start some stuff and then was considered a traitor as his man told Jefferson about him by making up a letter. Burr lived a crazy life post-duel, folks. Read up. You will be, you won't be disappointed, I should say. We got two long but great lines as well as a matching verse which were also Hamilton's last words in the play. In, sorry, in the pluvi. And we got past it. <laughs> although both, although, no, never. Although both characters were great, Burr took the slight edge, that <clears throat> sympathetic villain we all love. Oh, and how pride came before the fall. All righty. <clears throat> well, the person, you okay? Ooh, I remember the thing. Oops. I remember the thing I wanted to say before. Uh, the fact that they're that they end up flipping Hamilton in the Heights is probably going to help in the Heights oh, so much yes. more. Oh yes! Like the fact that people got to see Hamilton before in the Heights came out, it's gonna it's it's gonna make a lot Which of bang. Funny because Hamilton. in actuality, it's the reverse that happened. In the Heights came out before Hamilton. Yeah, like play wise, what I'm saying like, but this movie version, yeah, for yeah, sure, the, this the movie version is gonna roll out. It's gonna do so much better. Yeah. Yes, crazy. That's why the crazy movie things came before the movie. <laughs> and the guy from the guy who brought us movie, he is running out of time. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad time. Looks like you're running out of time. All right, fellas, we got two weeks left of the running out of time game where we rank songs from longest to shortest and here you fellas didn't think it would last but it did <laughs> we weren't sure Kyle, we didn't know that like, listen, it would actually last Kyle hated this game <laughs> I made it up and I hated it um, I was like I, this is my idea yeah, like, you like, said this, this should be a game, game sucks. <laughs> but we never figured out what to gamble on <laughs> No, we never it's gambled just on just bragging rights. Who can guess numbers better? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Joe. Concept of time. <laughs> Joe currently holds the lead at 17, 16 with 11 ties. Mm-hmm. This being the 45th song of the play, it is five minutes and two seconds. I have sent my guess. I will accept guesses no. now. Okay. <laughs> now you will? Okay. All right. I'll send it my again. My number is in. Don't make a joke, Rick, where you <laughs> add it together or yes. call it like a 
combo number. You don't have time for that. It's the same number. Who knows if I know how your brain's working right <laughs> Who knows now? Knows if it's the same number. I sent the same number. No, oh, I sent the same number twice. And who knows if it's the same number? I think you do. Oh, I do. <laughs> and I should have added your score together, Kyle. As oh you would have won. Wait a minute. But instead, we have the number two. As this song is ranked number six. What? Do we both guess two? Yes. What? It's not oh, number six. What? what? Six? <laughs> what? I feel lied to. This is a sham mockery. This is absurd. What? There's no way. Four. What are the three songs what? longer than this? It's nonstop. Well, we and... What else is five minutes? Uh, Yorktown, take a shot. Yorktown, my shot. Yes, oh, my, my shot. shot. Yorktown, my shot. Yorktown's yeah. pretty long. Yorktown's not as long as you thought. It's not. Well, I, we, we can discuss this off the show. Well, it's not the last. No, it's not song, the last right? song. Or, uh, it's not the last song. We, no, that's like three. Tell, tell us, tell uh, us the top six. This is shocking. Top five. Well, because now it, the last song we know it's not going to be top five. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. So I will go in reverse order at number five. At five minutes and eighteen seconds, the room where it happens. Oh. At number really? four. At five minutes and twenty-one seconds, right hand man. Really, <laughs> right hand man. It does have that and yeah. no, part in the at middle. At number three, five right minutes and man. twenty-nine seconds, satisfied. Five twenty-nine. Wow, I did not wow. think it was that. Long. Yeah, oh. satisfied. And <laughs> number we're two, as we stated, <laughs> my shot was five minutes and thirty-three seconds. Or we're good at this. And. <laughs> And the yeah, number one good. song nonstop was six minutes oh, no. and twenty five seconds. So I definitely know, Joe. I got in your <laughs> head after I kept saying. After I kept saying, I knew. I thought this <laughs> I long was super long. <laughs> this so like, oh, this has got to be the second long. I, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we both, we both said two. Oh man, that's gotcha. so now. Got here. I was about to say, yeah, that sucks because well, that doesn't now help me at all. We just tied, so exactly. like, beat me next week we tie. If I would have won this one, I would have won out. So, what, 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 what else would be greater win. than if Kyle and me tied, tied so 46 <laughs> long episodes? It ends in a tie. You have to let me win. You not. have to let me win. <laughs> I will not. You have to let me win. Mm. For the bit. Do it for the bit. What we're going to discuss is we can rig this offer. <laughs> um, we can't destroy the sanctity of an honor. <laughs> so, time for comments from the company. You believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got company. Comments from. Before you read the comments, I will say hmm. I tried to rig it by asking Kyle <laughs> yeah, to did, reset did. his yeah. ranking. <laughs> All right. I wasn't gonna change it. I wasn't gonna change. It. Come on. Comments from the company. First commenter for his uh, PCG on the Discord. He has this song, a very, very upsetting number twenty six. I can't uh, understand how best of wives, best of women was twenty. Yet this was twenty. Six. It's, it's a little, little confusing. <laughs> Great. Uh, Yumi01 cool on shit. Instagram said the world mm. was wide enough, but was it really? I mean, there was only 
so many colonies at that time. So how wide was it really in their minds? Count it, 13. But oh, how I felt so for okay, Aaron okay. Burr, for he knew not what he'd done. Am I reading the Bible? What just happened there? <laughs> I mean, I saw the <laughs> sadness in his eyes, as in mine, knowing there's only one song left. Yes, that's very, very true. Oh. And uh, you will notice you, that yeah. there was not a comment read or a ranking read for uh, Big Smeezy on Discord mm. because Big Smeezy, uh, me and Kyle discussed to call you out here. You have to stay alive on here twice. You have to stay alive yeah, yeah. at 19 and 30. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming one of those was supposed to be the world was wide enough. Maybe. Who yeah. Knows? yeah. I forgot something happened. She, maybe she just loves stay alive that much. She loves it so much. She ranked it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them higher than IT. <laughs> well, if you Can't want your comments from the company, red people, um, <clears throat> check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our pinned tweet on Twitter to join our discord and interact with me and Kyle and the rest of the company members as we only have one song left and then the re-rank where we'll be joined by uh, a, a cast of company members who have been vocal throughout and non-vocal throughout. We'll see who shows up. Uh, hmm. Kyle. Yes. One song, what but else two do episodes. We have yes. in the hopper. We have it out of the hopper is merch because it is available at wdap.anulo.co where you can buy shirts, two different shirts, company member shirts. Handboy shirts. We are, of course, the handboys. You can also win the handboy challenge if you buy a shirt in every available color. You become the number one company member, and Joe will call you up to your house and drive you. I'll just be outside. I forgot you were tripping. I won't come in. I'll just sit in the car. Oh, he'll drive to your house and then call you on on Zoom. Drive to your house with cake, and we can eat it in the car while we sing the rest of the tunes. Okay. (laughs) but sure (laughs) hey that's how the handboy challenge works we can't we can't can't change the rules now set in stone um (laughs) we're all (laughs) we're also part of the anulo network go to anulo.co to check out the other shows that are available there hosted by us and other people that are they're okay they're all right uh a few of the shows we are on so go there check it out Check out the links to all our socials, the Discord. Come hang on the Discord. Talk about all sorts of crap. Yes. Um, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. You can check out my hip hop albums, TV and TV season two by headphone Joe No O No E in the phone. Uh, you can check out my website, joedorval.com and get some shirts of my designed by me and Scott by Scott. Um, and you can do the headphone Joe challenge. You, you buy every buy every shirt, every color. Nope. Uh, performing in your living room. Um, so yeah, that's right. Yumio, anything you got to say? Yes, this month, since today is the first Ooh. of June, we are kicking off Pride Month. Wow! Oh, that's so I'd like to give a shout out to. Hmm, I don't know what to call him, Aaron Burr, Leslie Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. He's the same guy. Mm. His first major Broadway production, Rent. I think ah. there was something in there about pride. Yes, Rent was written by a man who so. was a part of the LGBTQ community. Yes, good job. Well, 
Yes, I was going to yes, say yes. happy right. Pride Month at the end, but you beat me to it. <laughs> he did it. Well, he did the research. Yeah. Well, not really. He just kind of. That just kind of you. Well, thanks. I like, like the, oh, he right. did the research part. I did Google it to make sure. <laughs> That's all that matters. Good job. Good job on you. You know what? Look at you producing. <laughs> Googling counts. Uh, I've been the host, Headphone Joe, and I've been here with his right hand. Man. Weird company. We do have company, folks. Oh boy! I'm on the wrong page. Oh, oh boy! No. Want to try it again? <laughs> it doesn't sound like the last. Welcome to intermission. After that brief technical difficulty, uh, I have been Headphone Joe here with his right hand man and left. Bang! You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leia, or vice versa, Krevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.